Hi, welcome back to another wonderful podcast together. Yay, <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this was like an impromptu podcast that I felt was very necessary to record today. Um, you know, this morning, if you listen to my first podcast, I put out this morning, it was kind of just a reflection of my day yesterday, a little bit of some parenting hard truths for myself. And what I love about, um, Katie and I, and our friendship is that it's very real, honest, Mm-hmm. And it also encourages us, this is how I feel, like to be our best version of ourselves. And it's also yeah. challenging each other, right? Like, hey, I understand you validate me. And then you challenge me to go deeper into why I'm feeling or what I'm feeling. And yeah. I really, really love that. And, and I honor that. And I value that in our friendship because mm-hmm. it's not just like, a, yeah, it's great. Have a nice day. It's like, yeah. A, yeah, great. And we could just mm-hmm. tap into this a little bit more to get a little bit deeper, to push me to heal even a little yeah. bit more. So I love that. So I would love to just open up the mic to you so you can introduce yourself to people listening and then kind of we'll just go from there. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, just a quick reflection on what you said too is like, that's the importance of healing is that it helps to enhance your relationships in your life so much because that never used to be me. I used to be the, I mean, yes, at the core root of who I am. Yes. Like I am that person and I'll never change. However, I used to let my codependency and people pleasing overpower my authentic self so much that I would be people pleaser that would be like afraid to challenge, afraid to speak up, afraid to say those things because I wouldn't want to rock the boat. I wouldn't want to. Um, But as I started to really heal in the last, you know, five years of my life, like really, really powerfully. I became so confident in my ability to do that where I felt safe, which is segueing into like what I want to talk about today um, with safety and all of that and parenting and everything, um, because that that wound comes from lack of safety, being my authentic Mm -hmm. self as a child when I was being parented. (laughs) So Uh, such a powerful segue. But um, for those of you who are listening, welcome and thank you for listening. My name is Katie. And if you don't know who I am, I am a licensed therapist and I have transitioned my career from doing that clinical work for the last seven years of my life and being in the child welfare field in the last 12 years of my life um, into more of a holistic healing business, which is called Strength in the Soul. And I love it. I've found so much freedom and love and power in opening up my own business and taking all of my experience in that therapist role of working with children and families and integrating it into my role now as a holistic healer, a life coach for healing and transformation. And I do a lot of work with um, women in helping them heal their personal lives, their business, and also as a parenting role. And so transitioning into that, Ashley had recorded this podcast this morning on a reflection of her day yesterday as a parent, as a mother. And I listened to that podcast with so much love for her and her vulnerability. And I was so proud of her for opening up and being this um, light for other 
other people because I think sometimes we go through life and we feel so alone, especially on our healing journey. We feel so alone. And when you become a mother, you enter this whole other realm of healing because you realize, wow, like I am responsible for so much more than just myself now. And I think it opens up so much more room to reflect. And you are doing that by every day of your life, but also by putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and truthful about your own reflections, which is amazing. And it's such a positive quality in a leader. So that was amazing um, to see that in you. Thank you. And, um, you know, there were parts in the podcast where I was like getting emotional, just like feeling your emotion and tapping into that. And I know so many people are going to benefit from listening to that podcast. So there is something else I observed in that podcast as well. And, you know, I said, I said to Ashley this morning, um, after I gave her my positive feedback and positive praise and everything like that, because first and foremost, that is the most important thing to me is to, for you to know, like authentically. I am so proud of you. I love the content that you're creating in that way and everything like that. And then um, just me being very in tune with emotion and observing human behavior for like the last, you know, 10 plus years of my life. It's just ingrained in me. And I said to her, you know, I observed this emotional reaction when you were bringing up gentle parenting. And, you know, I wanted to tap into that further and say, hey, this is coming out of a place of love for me. Like what's going on there? There's something deeper going on. I'm observing some um, jabs or hesitation or, you know, um, whatever that emotion is for you, let me know. And I will hold space for you in that way. Like what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and from that point, um, that is when I then shared with Katie where obviously I'm not knocking, right? I said to her, I'm not knocking gentle parenting. I love it. I love the tools that you've given me, that you've taught me. Um, What happened for me was, so because I'm doing this intentional gentle parenting, where I'm really just trying my best to make sure that I raise not only a well-rounded daughter, but I want her to feel validated. I want her to come to me. I want, I want to be her emotional dumping ground. I want to be all the things, right? But I also want her to feel safe with me. And so Yesterday was just like a really hard day and you guys will hear about it in the podcast previous to this one, but it was a really hard day for me. And so then last night where we're at with Riley is we're working on some behavior things and it's like normal stuff. I feel for her age, Mm -hmm. Um, but she was frustrated, exhausted. She hadn't had a nap. We spent three hours in a doctor's office and I was getting her ready for bed and she like half punched, half slapped me in the face and told me to um, shut up. And I was like, you're going to get a timeout. Mm-hmm. And then she, I think she said shit or something like she cursed. I screamed in her face. This was like traumatizing for me. I literally was like, yeah. I just like out of frustration, I just screamed at her. And I was like, you're getting a timeout right now. And yeah. I was mortified with myself. Yeah. So really where the trigger happened for me was I'm trying so hard to be calm. I'm trying to do all these things. And yeah. I want to make sure I'm a good parent. Like I have all this pressure mm-hmm. and I felt myself break because this is a month of, dealing with her saying shut up all the time. Now yeah. she's been hitting. So it's been a lot of things where it was like out of the norm for her, you know, like I yeah. haven't really had to implement mm-hmm. a lot of these tools yet because mm-hmm. she really has been such a, not to say that there's bad kids. She's just been really a good kid to me. Like it's yes. been easier. It's been very easy for me. So yes. it's been challenging. And so for me, it stemmed from feeling triggered in the moment, like fuck this gentle parenting thing. Look what I just did. I just fucking screamed. Yeah. Now I'm the worst mom ever. And now I, and now how can I continue to do the things that I've been taught? Because I just totally 
in my mind felt like I sabotaged everything I've been working on mm-hmm. truly. Mm-hmm. And so then last night when I put her to bed, I like laid there with her and I was like, I talked to her. I mean, I don't even know if she understands me half the time, but I'm just like, I told her, I said, you know, we make mistakes. And I said, every day we get to try again. And every time we get to try again, I told her this. And I said, so mommy's going to try again tomorrow to have more patience with you when you frustrate me. I said, and I want you to try to be better and talk to me more when you're frustrated, because when you smack me or you hurt, you hit me, or you say these words, it really upsets me. You hurt my feelings. Yeah. And like, she's half asleep and she goes, okay, mommy, I love you so much. And like, (laughs) Again, I don't know. Does she understand me? I have no idea. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to have these conversations because it made me feel better. Mm -hmm. So for me, this morning, my podcast was therapeutic for me. It it made me feel really good to talk about that. Yeah. Really wanted other moms who might be going through the same thing right now to feel seen and heard and to know Mm -hmm. that like, no, I'm not knocking those techniques because I love them and Mm -hmm. it's okay because even when you implement those techniques, you probably all have breakdowns. So that's what I was experiencing. Like, I think I was just so disappointed with my own behavior that I was like, in that moment, like, fuck this, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, this is really important to talk about because this is a very real thing in, in all aspects of life and especially parenting. I think that, when you're looking at different evidence-based approaches out there, and that's what gentle parenting is. It's an, it's an evidence-based approach to parenting for a certain outcome. If you want your child to feel and be certain things, then you are following a certain evidential practice that works well for your family. Um, and it's not meant to be perfect. It's not meant to be perfect. And the thing about it is, is it's, It's one of the hardest things to do because you are actually saying that I am going to live a very boundary oriented lifestyle, emotionally nurturing lifestyle, an intentional lifestyle and living that way is really difficult. I mean, as a human, so, you know, that's why I, I talk about intentional being intentional as a human and allowing that to have a ripple effect on your family dynamics. And you had said something in your podcast that really stuck out to me when you said, um, you know, my parents didn't practice it and I turned out fine. And I was like, well, actually, what do you struggle with, Ashley? (laughs) (laughs) So you are a wonderful, beautiful human. And what do you struggle with? (laughs) You're like, go ahead. Yeah. Parenting. (laughs) Well, I mean, not even parenting. No, I mean, just, you know, think about the things that you personally struggle with and you don't have to share it right now, but just think about it. You know what I mean? Um, How do you show up in this world as an adult and all the healing work that you're working so hard to do? It's because of what you went through and how you felt as a child, what you lacked as a child. You're absolutely right. I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're right. And then it's because that's why it's like, so for you, so you guys know, I always, I used to always send my podcast to Katie to review before putting them out there. Now I just stay confident myself. I put them out there and then I have her listen to them because I know she'll give me that real honest feedback that I'm looking for. 
I say it all the time. You're like, man, I'm paid therapist. You know what I mean? But it's true because I didn't have the validation that I needed as a child. I definitely did not have the safety to talk, to communicate. Um, my dad was a screamer. He used fear to intimidate us. Um, we were never hit. Like, I think I can remember being smacked on my butt maybe twice, mm-hmm. but to me, the verbal, um, the verbal language, if you will, or that the, the communication and lack thereof, I should say, um, definitely was detrimental to my growth as a child Mm -hmm. to human. So obviously to human, to adult. So now I'm like really trying hard and doing it, healing myself in such a long way. Mm -hmm. And then you're right. There's still, this is a wake up call for me that there's still, you know, little things that I'm still healing. And probably in the back of my mind, if I'm being honest in this moment is I'm scared. I don't want to give Riley that same foundation. I don't want her to have. And again, that doesn't mean that I had a bad childhood. I have great parents. I say that all the time because I want to validate that. Of course. And there were a lot of things that I was lacking. Yeah. And I think the older I get, I try not to blame them. I try to just put it off as like, they didn't know what they were doing and they did the best they could. And I want them to feel that, but also like, that's why this being so prevalent in our society today is really important. And that was yeah. what I really wanted to get across in this follow-up podcast is that I'm not knocking it because I do believe in it. And I think that it's very important to validate your children and to be emotionally connected to them and make them feel safe. Like I want Riley to feel safe with me. And the last thing I want to do is use fear or, or scream at her. Like, I don't want to scream at her. So when that happened in that moment, it was probably more of like a flashback for me. Yeah of what I went through and feeling like disappointment. Cause I don't want that for her. Absolutely. And I think like you talked a lot today about, you know, giving yourself love and compassion and all of that. And that is the most important thing that you can do on your healing journey, you know, as a whole, but you know, and then weave it into also that parenting piece. I mean, like you said on your podcast this morning, you don't, nobody knows what they're doing. Right absolutely nobody knows what they're doing. And I truly believe a huge part in healing is forgiveness that we do have to forgive our parents at some point on our journey, no matter the degree of pain that we went through. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I'm writing two books right now. One is actually called raising validated children because, because I have been a child therapist and, and also suffering with my own trauma. I have had the privilege of helping so many children from the age, the ages of birth to 24 years old. And then also I work with adults too. So I've seen the, the spectrum of people on their healing journey. I've seen children suffering in their home environments and having to help them work through at that developmental stage in their life. I've also worked with teenagers who are at risk for placement, whether it be criminal or um, neglect in their home environment. And I've worked with teenagers at trying to help them therapeutically after, you know, umpteen years of trauma. And then I've also worked with adults on helping them to work through um, their trauma and their healing journey and all of that. So for me, that's where my, my experience comes from. And the tools that I have is because I've been able to observe that grand spectrum of what trauma does to us in our life. And I, in writing my books, 
it's really important for me. So my other book, I'm not going to give the title out because it's so precious to me. Um, but it is a book on healing. And my second chapter in the book is all on reestablishing safety within yourself. So of course, in that way, I talk about my own personal experiences of how I lacked safety in my childhood that created all of these patterns that I developed as an adult to establish safety. And some of them were extremely unhealthy for me. And we could talk for hours on that and how that come, you know, comes about, um, but when it comes to our children and we see their um, behaviors playing out, it's really about them getting their needs met, mm. you know, and looking at what is my child trying to convey to me, whether it be healthy or unhealthy, these patterns that they're developing. Um, and we've talked about this with the, the hitting and stuff like that. It's like when it first began, what was the need that she was trying to um, to fulfill in that moment. And then if we don't address that behavior right away, it becomes ingrained in her system now that, okay, I know I can get my needs met by doing this very behavior. Cause at that age, she doesn't understand that it's wrong. She just knows that she, it gets my needs met in that moment. And then depending on how you show up as an adult who has the cognitive ability to understand right from wrong, how you choose to show up creates that emotional experience for your child. So if you, if you choose to show up in anger based on that behavior, which in fact is an unhealthy behavior, which your child does not understand or know, right? Because it's just about needs being met. You're then triggering a unhealthy emotion within that child that becomes then she has an emotional experience and then she doesn't have, she doesn't have safety. Got it. And that's where this gentle parenting is really important to me because it, it really establishes that safety within that child because you're nurturing the emotional experience that that child is having. It's, it's creating that gentle inner voice in our children for that as they grow up and as they create that future generation. And something I talk about in my book as well is that through this healing journey that I'm experiencing, reestablishing safety in my life is that it can feel extremely lonely for me, especially within my family. Mm -hmm. And the foundation in my family is love, as was yours, as we were saying that just because I went had a very traumatic childhood does not mean that I lacked love from my parents. You know, some people did unfortunately lack love. And, uh, you know, that is um, very, just very, um, like, disheartening on your healing journey as well, you know, um, but just because you have love does not mean you also didn't suffer. Right. You know, so it goes both ways. You can validate both the experiences where if you lacked love and you went through trauma, or if you had love and went through trauma, it doesn't mean that you didn't suffer as a child or you didn't um, have safety as a child. You know, I was loved, but I grew up unsafe in my emotional experience. And I've been really feeling like the black sheep of my family lately as I'm healing because yeah. I'm like, you know, oh my God, like 
um, all of these things are coming up for me. And um, you're doing that. You are changing. You're not like your parents, you know, even if you have a frustrating moment, even if you have a moment where you're questioning your ability, you are still not creating that experience for your daughter because you are showing up intentional in your healing. So even if you don't want to do gentle parenting, um, you can still be intentional as a parent. So I practice more intentional um, healing, which leads into how you show up as an adult, how you show up as a human in more intention. And um, that to me is everything. You're practicing mindfulness. You're aware of how you feel inside. You're not, you're not um, projecting that onto these children. You're not, you know, projecting that into, we all, we all, you know, have moments. We all make mistakes. We're human. And I think that's the biggest thing when you're becoming a parent or anything like that. Being intentional as a human, being intentional as a person, you know, you are just becoming more mindful of what's present in your body, what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, and you're being intentional on making the right choices as a person, as a human, as a parent. You know, you all, we all have different values in our life. If your value is to raise your child feeling loved, validated, respected, um, and teaching them the tools, you know, changing generational patterns, all of the things, if that's your value, then you have to show up with intention to make those choices that align with those values, you know? Um, and that does not mean that you are perfect. That does not mean that you're going to be, um, knowing everything at the right time. It just means that you are showing up with the best intention, the most mindful and understanding self and awareness of yourself and the emotions that you're experiencing and all of that. And that's how we change. That's how we shift the patterns. And that's how we um, raise validated children. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And yeah. you know what? This is what I love though, is because well, because you are who you are, obviously, professionally, and then who you are personally to me. And I, I love the safety that we have because you yeah. do challenge me to, like I said in the beginning, you challenge me in a healthy way mm-hmm. to, you don't just validate me, you also challenge me. And it's a good yeah. thing because in doing so, it's like, oh, you're right. Like, I didn't even realize when I, when I said in my podcast, like, oh, my parents raised me, I turned out fine. And I even, I even said like laughing, I was like, after yeah. some therapy and healing. And it's like, well, if I, if they did a little bit better, I wouldn't have needed all that. You know what I mean? And again, I think part of where things are coming to a head for me as well, like how you talked about with like your family and you feel like yeah. black it's that I feel like the more I'm stepping into my power, the more I am healing is the more I have to admit certain things. And I think that's hard. Like I've always said, like, I, I don't know if my parents listen to my podcast, I just would hate for them to feel like I'm talking shit about them. But at the end of the day, like it's the truth and it's the facts Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's the real raw, honest things. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make it good or bad. It's just real. It's what's real. And so 
you know, it's just a lot. And I know that when we go into, I know the deeper podcast we're going to do, I really want to go into like even more just like, what is exactly gentle parenting? Like let's do some tips and tricks and things and maybe navigate how to handle certain situations that maybe other moms and parents, dads out there might not know how to navigate. And I think that'll be really good to touch on. Um, And even just all of that, you know, even as we were talking, I was like, it's so funny because the other day I was having a conversation with my mom and I said, my sister and my mom was there. And I said something about, I think we we're on FaceTime and I said something about my dad, you know, yeah. and we were saying something. And then my mom was like, well, that's okay. Cause I have you to do it. You guys to do it. Like us to speak up for her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo girl, I literally said, I've been doing it for 37 years. I ain't doing it anymore. Yeah. I'm done. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to be my parents' therapist. I don't want to be my parents' voice. I don't want to be the parent. I want, exactly. I want, you know, so I was like thinking yeah. about all these things. So I think that also was an underlying um, trigger for me. And then obviously I kind of just like let it go, put it to the side. Then everything that's been happening with Riley, the lack of sleep, lack of routine. So I was triggered, triggered, triggered. And so I do want to go on the record saying like, I am not knocking gentle parenting. I am not knocking being intentional. I am not knocking any of it because I do it. I think I have to correct myself and stand corrected in that. Um, honesty and say, you know what? Th- that was me just being real this morning yes. and raw and feeling frustrated and feeling like wanting to give up on all these things, thinking because I made a mistake that it was like all out the window, you know? And um, so I'm, I am thankful that I have you in my life to kind of always reel me back in and, yeah. you know, make me feel safe that I can, it's a beautiful thing to be able to vocalize all these things, even publicly, because it's yes. like, it can be scary to be real raw and honest, but there's a lot of beauty in that. So, you know, I, I do want, I think this is a great topic for us to continue to elaborate on. And I know that there's some pe- people who have questions. Like I know that yeah. some of my followers, supporters already are like, Hey, I've got some questions. So like, I definitely yeah. come with questions next time too, for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really excited to get deeper into that. Um, I wrote down a few things based on what your podcast was about that I wanted to just like talk a little bit more about. So I will plant the seeds right now and we will go deeper into it in the next podcast. But I wanted to talk more about consequences and discipline and changing behavior as well as um, when you are working on disciplining your children. Um, and It doesn't have to mean discipline doesn't have to be a dirty word in the sense of like, you don't have to associate it with, with punishment or suffering. You can actually associate it with changing behavior. So consequences and discipline and learning and growing. And that's why, um, I heard this, this tip one time instead of calling it a time out, you can call it a time in. And then that time in can be a period of learning and reflection versus suffering. So you get to be the role model for your child in that way of what discipline looks like in your household. Um, However, it is necessary. You know, it is absolutely necessary because again, children are not cognitively uh, developed like we are. They don't understand that what they're doing is wrong. Um, they know how they're feeling. Well, they know what they're feeling. Let's just put it that way. And they're learning what that means. So if you give them the tools and the education and the time to learn in that way, they will change their behavior. 
you don't have to meet them with anger. You can meet them with learning and teaching and, and love and grace. And just like you are doing for yourself, you know, um, that does not mean that it's not going to trigger you. It does not mean that it's not going to frustrate you because it absolutely is (laughs) like, (laughs) absolutely. And I remember, um, when Riley was a baby, you used to tell me, you were like, I go in the other room and scream sometimes because I understand. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, literally like exactly like do whatever you have to do to cope do whatever you have to do to manage the emotion that you're feeling and then refocus and work on it, you know? Um, And that's the thing is we're sometimes we're not ready to become a parent and change yourself in that way, change your life in that way. Um, But you can be more intentional. You can just like when you start a new job, right? Like you start a new job, and you show up and you have no idea what the job entails, right? Because you're it's new and you have yeah. no idea who you're going to become by having that job. But you put your best outfit on, you go buy new clothes, you get ready, you get up early, you show up on time and you take notes and you're learning and you're growing because you're intentional at that new job. So it's the same thing. You just have to show up with intention and always, always, always have safety in mind because that is at the root of everything. I love that. You're, you know, you're, you really are so incredible. Like you you are, you really are incredible. Like this is, you know, even as we're talking, I'm like, oh, this is just the beginning. Like I always say that, but this is really just the beginning because Mm -hmm. there's just so many great things that you have such a wealth of knowledge. You really are incredible. Um, and I love doing our podcast together. Like I I love doing these episodes and I just, I love it. And I just love everything you always say. Like when you're talking, I'm like, oh, it's just, it's so good. And I know that other people are going to feel really good listening to this. And there's going to be a lot of people who are like, all right, we're ready. Part two, part three, part four. <laughs> um, I even have people who are like, can you do your other relationship episode? That oh we didn't yeah, we got to get on yet, So we got to get on that. But um, we're definitely going to be recording a much deeper episode on this topic. So I will post like a questions box on Instagram and also here on um, Spotify. You can actually Amazing. comment on this podcast. Let us know if you liked it. Let us know what questions you have. And then that way, when we do the deeper one, we can go back and look and answer those questions that, you know, everyone is probably swirling with. So oh, I'm so excited. Thank you yeah. for um, having me on here and holding that space for for me. It means a lot to me because this is what I'm actively working on right now within myself and what I'm producing in, you know, my business. So this is just everything to me. So thank you. Of course. Of course. I love you. I love you more. All right. Well, we will chat soon. Everyone have a beautiful day and just remember you're doing a great job. It's not Mm -hmm. always easy and you're doing a great job. You're doing your best and that's all, you know, anyone could ask for. So exactly. And I'm going to leave you with this. Um, when I was in my first therapy job for children and families, I got certified in dialectical behavioral therapy, which is amazing modality for children. And this is where I learned the importance of validation One thing that they always use as an example of validation was you're doing the best you can and you could do better. Mm. So it's almost just planting those seeds of like giving yourself that love and that grace and that validation and 
opening yourself up to learning and knowing that there's so much more out there for you to continue on your healing journey. I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. We're going to leave it at that. That was so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Boom. My yeah. God. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. Well, we will chat soon.